Good afternoon, channel family. Hi, this is Dawn with Watch Woman on the Wall. And today is the day between Good Friday and Resurrection Sunday. This is the time almost 2,000 years ago where the disciples were waiting around wondering if the promise that Jesus um, had spoken about rising three days later was going to come to pass and probably in hiding and in fear and also doubt and wondering if um, you know if everything he had spoken was going to come true. Well I wanted to uh, share some things with you today as always and but first I'd like to get started with prayer. Uh, sometimes uh, I forget to lead in prayer but I think it's important especially given the significance of the times we are living in and the time um, that today signifies the waiting. So dear Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, I come before you thanking you, Lord God, for this ministry, thanking you for this platform, thanking you for the times that we live in, even though we don't understand why we're placed in these times. Lord, we are set apart, Lord God, not set aside. And Lord God, you have work for us to do until you call us home. Help us not to be discouraged. And Lord, as we wait um, and we think about the disciples waiting um, for that third day, Lord, as they were afraid and they were hiding, Lord, I pray that we would wait instead with expectation and boldness, Lord God, and, um, and hope, Lord God, which is a hope founded on the truth, um, a hope in a God who cannot lie. We thank you, Lord God, for the message, Lord, that I'm about to um, just kind of go over with everyone, and I pray, Lord God, that your words would be spoken through me, Lord God. It's in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. So, I don't have a ton of time on my 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 uh, phone because I've got to uh, do a card dump soon. So if you find me talking a little fast, that's probably why. I literally have 26 minutes left on my phone. <laughs> so I want to share with you something that happened April 6th into the 7th, which would have been going into Good Friday morning. So I had a dream. I know guys, I have lots of dreams, but I had a dream um, that I was in line waiting for my name to be called to receive my reward. And I believe this was at the Bema Sea Reward. When we are caught up into heaven, those who are um, saved by believing on Jesus as our Savior to his blood to atone for our sins um, and for his resurrection. Those of us who believe that, we are, um, when he calls us up, he's going to rapture us up. He's going to change us within an instant, within a moment, a twinkling of an eye. And we'll be caught up and we'll be given glorified bodies at that moment. And we will be going to what's called the Bema Seat, which is like a um, judgment for reward, not a judgment for salvation. So here I was in this dream, I was in line waiting to receive my reward. And there were people who had just received theirs that were walking past our line of people. And they were so ecstatic. They were beaming. In fact, I believe they were glowing. They had their countenance was glowing. But they were beaming and very joyful. Um, and Jesus was not only there with them at the Bema seat, but I also saw him meandering through the crowds of uh, those of us who were in line waiting. And so um, I thought that was so cool. But then I woke up and I sensed a shift or a feeling, kind of like a knowing that something's about to happen. Um, and interestingly enough, right after that, when I woke up, um, I have Amir Sarfati's um, account on Telegram. And I was getting all kinds of messages um, saying, showing that Israel may be starting to get into a possible war, actually get dragged into a war uh, with it surrounding um, the terror, terrorist group surrounding it and Iran. And so I knew something had shifted, something had taken place. Well then later this that morning, 
and I'm kind of sharing off of what I had shared with a friend of mine because I typed it out to this friend. But I heard a, I was middle of work at my house and I would heard a loud rumbling sound. Now I thought that's not typical because it's not a Friday and that's when our garbage truck comes along. So I, just, I wasn't going to check it out, but I decided to stand up and look out the window as it was almost out of sight. And it turns out it's some kind of a street cleaning service. Um, some kind of a street cleaning truck. It was sucking up stuff on the side of the road. And um, I'd literally never seen it before in my neighborhood. Um, never. Never once. I'd never recognized it. The label I didn't recognize. What struck me was what was written on the side of the truck. And um, while I was writing a friend about it, I heard the truck coming back up the street and sure enough it was written on both sides. And I'm going to show you a picture of what I saw because I took a picture at that point. I was so relieved it came back because then I could take a picture instead of just describing it to you. So here's what it looked like and hopefully you get a long enough shot at looking at it because I know these things. I think I can set the timing to show it a little bit longer. I'll see if I can do that. But here it is. All right, so as soon as I saw that, I thought, what does this make you think of? Well, for me, I read everything on the, every label on this truck I took great notice of because it was so strange. What was really strange was that the truck showed up on my street and then left the neighborhood. So it, it seemed like it just went right up my street and then completely left the neighborhood, which was odd, especially since I've never seen it before. So I thought I better pay attention to everything that was on this truck. So the name of the company is Elgin um, that was printed on the side of this truck and I looked it up in Irish Gaelic it means high-minded which I thought was kind of a play on words when I was reminded of that scripture set your mind on things above. I'm definitely if you want to count that as high-minded so be it. But whirlwind? I immediately thought of Elijah being caught up being raptured up in a whirlwind. And I thought, hmm, there might be more to this. Guys, I'm not, I'm not like looking for signs. Um, sometimes these things just show up, they come to you. And I wasn't looking and the Lord just sometimes sends you stuff even if you don't ask, sometimes he does. And um, sometimes you just know when to sit up and take notice of what's, what's being, what's trying to be conveyed. So um, my friend had looked up Elgin and I did too in uh, Jewish Demetria in the numbers 1246. And one of the meetings was for forever immortal. And I'll be honest, there's a lot of meetings that came up, but that was one of them that stuck out, forever immortal. Now I went to Strong's uh, concordance or the, uh, you know, the interpretation in Hebrew and Greek. 1246 came up in Hebrew, a petition or request. And you know, when we're, when we're praying Maranatha every day, that is a petition, that's saying, come Lord Jesus. Um, maybe today we're, we're praying um, and it's a petition and we keep doing it daily because he told us to and because we long for him our, our spirit longs to be renewed our body needs uh, longs to be glorified and our, our, our soul and our spirit and our body we long for that transformation and we long to be with Jesus most importantly um, I was reminded of the old woman in the judge the parable of the old woman and the judge which can be found in Luke 18 1 through 8 where the old woman basically goes to this judge looking for justice and she has to keep coming to him and coming to him for justice he finally relents not because he's 
um, a godly man or anything, but because he says, um, you know, basically, I will avenge you because if I don't, you're just going to weary me. And um, I just think this isn't a story of, it's a story of persistence in our prayer. But what struck me was right before Jesus tells the story, in uh, the beginning of chapter 18, he said, Then he spoke a parable to them, that men always ought to pray and not lose heart. That was the whole purpose for this parable, that men always ought to pray and not lose heart. Uh, when we when we are surrounded by those who don't believe, and when we are praying for their salvation, and when we are looking at the evil world around us, and we are wanting him to deliver us, and, and over time, when those things don't manifest like we want them to, we can easily lose heart, and we would stop praying for that same thing over and over again. We'll just stop, you know, by nature. But he's calling us to be persistent like this widow was to the judge. And so I challenge you to keep being persistent in your prayers for those around you who don't know Jesus. Be persistent in um, whatever you find the Lord's putting on your heart to pray for, but also be persistent in praying for his coming. Um, I think that's what I got from that. So Strong's Hebrew is a petition, a request, and then Strong's Greek is to prove downright, to convince. He's about to prove his word true. And I believe also that the truck was some form of, it basically, the truck proved, uh, in a sense, he was trying to show through this truck that um, his word is true. He's coming. He's absolutely coming. And so, uh, with that, I just wanted to share that with you because it was super duper encouraging. In fact, I was grinning from ear to ear and I had a hard time working that day. <laughs> After that, I did. Um, I just did because it was like, how do you get your mind off of back to earthly things? And uh, it really, it really blessed me. And so once again, I'm not always looking for signs, but sometimes those kinds of things happen and we're to pay attention when they do. Always go to the word of God first and also pray about this. If, if you know, hearing about people's dreams and hearing about things like uh, Strong's Hebrew, Greek, if those things are um, make you uncomfortable, then um, go to the Word and go to God in prayer about it. I do want to share one more thing with you because I believe um, since we're about to head into Resurrection Sunday, I would like to leave you with a song that has really blessed my heart. However, um, I changed one word towards the end of one of the, the last verse, and I think you'll see why in a minute. Um, this is a beautiful song called There is a Fountain. Um, some translations or some title it There is a Fountain Filled with Blood. And I want to share that with you right now. And I want to wish you all a um, happy Resurrection Sunday because Jesus came out of that tomb. But without, um, without Good Friday, we wouldn't have Resurrection Sunday. And we wouldn't have the salvation that we have in Jesus Christ. So praise God. Praise God, this of, of, um, of all people, we should be most, um, most filled with joy. Amen? All right. There, hold on. Let's make sure I get the right key to start with. There is a fountain filled with blood drawn from Emmanuel. 
people's veins and sinners plunged beneath that flood lose all their guilty stains lose all their guilty stains lose all their guilty stains and sinners plunged beneath that flood lose all their guilty stains the dying thief rejoiced to see that fountain in his day and there may I, though vile as he, wash all my sins away. Wash all my sins away. Wash all my sins away and there may I though vile as he wash all my sins away dear dying lamb thy blood shall never lose its power till all the ransomed ones of God be saved to sin no more be To sin no more till all the ransomed ones of God be saved to sin no more ere sins by faith I saw the stream, thy flowing wounds supply, redeeming love has been my theme, and shall be till I fly. And shall be till I fly, and shall 
till I fly. Redeeming love has been my theme and shall be till I fly. Maranatha and happy Resurrection Day. Love you all.